And now, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network presents Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save-On Foods. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. I only got one question for you, Casey. Have you cut your hair yet? Who's cutting your hair? No, always, you are so freaked out about your hair most of your life, like getting it right. How, how can you survive? I'm surviving. And, you know, it's <laughs> kind of great because I'm not stressed at all. Yeah, and I bet you're saving a few bucks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, a lot. I'm, I'm saving a lot of money. It's interesting. And... Tony, I've lost 12 pounds. Okay, that's even better. Because I'm eating at home. I'm not eating out anymore. I know. The same for me. Uh, no planes, no hotels. That's uh, right. <laughs> it's, it's very healthy. It's, it's a sad comment on our uh, job. It is. Yeah. Hey, thanks for joining us today. And we got a busy show. We're going to start out in uh, East Kelowna. We're going to talk to two uh, the founder and the CEO up at Summerhill, Stephen and Ezra Sipes. Always fun guys to talk to. Uh, lots going on up there, including food and wine and shipping across the country. So we'll catch up with them and see how they are dealing with COVID-19. Uh, then our favorite restaurant, where I th- we're supposed to be down there uh, this week or next. Uh, I'm confused about time now. Uh, Jeff Van Geest at Miradoro over at Tinhorn Creek Winery. Casey, uh, Jeff's such a great chef. Great, great local guy, like out foraging. and He is, and he's going to talk to us about the Hope Fund. The Hope Fund. Up oh. in Asoyas, all over. Very Super. interesting what they're doing. Okay, look forward to that. And then uh, uh, we will speak with Joe Luckhurst. Of course, he's the general manager over at Road 13. They've now been... Uh, you know, they were purchased by uh, the B- by the iconic wineries of BC, owned by Anthony von Mandel, about more than a year now. So uh, subtle uh, changes, but good changes up there. So we'll find out uh, how things are going there. Well, They've Tony, also have a, a new yes. a new winemaker isn't that subtle? No, well, that's true. Uh, that is, you're very correct. <laughs> uh, We'll also talk about their fantastic uh, tasting club. Of course, the members can't go there, so I wonder what how that's working out for them, how they're dealing with that, because they have such a beautiful showroom there. Uh, so all that and more coming up next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. And Casey, also uh, today, not today, but this week, we have a new start time in Kelowna. We'll be on Friday afternoons at uh, 2.30. So we're moving from 6 o'clock to 2.30. Uh, they're doing uh, CTV uh, COVID updates at 6 o'clock, so we're going to be on in the uh, mid, to, I, I guess mid-afternoon, just before you have your siesta now. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, okay, folks, don't go away. We'll take a quick break and come back. Uh, next up will be Stephen and Ezra Sipes on the BC Food & Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food & Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save-On Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save-On Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards. Plus, there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save-On Foods locations. For special offers in store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. 
Stuck at home? Planning your next getaway without the airfare? Think Therapy Vineyards. Imagine staying at the Inn on the Vineyard, overlooking Lake Okanagan and Giant's Head Mountain, sipping the latest releases, all within steps of your luxurious boutique-style room. It's the ultimate wine lovers getaway without the flight. For a limited time, best of food and wine listeners can save on their stay at Therapy Vineyards. Just remember the code, Gizmondi, when you book online at therapyvineyards.com. Come and get married in the land of Ing at Watermark Beach Resort in Osuyas. Beachfront on Osuyas Lake, Canada's warmest lake. One stop for all your wedding dreams. Gorgeous lakefront suites at Watermark Beach Resort for you, your family, and your friends. Farm to table South Okanagan cuisine. Dining and whining, laughing and celebrating deep in wine country. <laughs> Connect today. Weddings at watermarkbeachresort.com. Finhorn Creek Vineyards is now offering you the exclusive opportunity to take advantage of free shipping when you place an order purchasing over six bottles. Send wine to someone you love to show them you're thinking of them this season. Now, while their tasting bar remains closed, their award-winning Miradoro restaurant is offering takeout, so you can experience the flavors of Tinhorn from the comfort of your home. Online and telephone orders are also available for curbside pickup. For the latest updates, please visit tinhorn.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, we are still alive, Casey. I know, Tony. No, it's no one got us yet. No, it's hard to get us though because we're inside no. all the time. I look like a freaking doctor. My hands are so clean; it's ridiculous. They were bad enough as a writer. Now, uh, by the way, I had my first online doctor chat today. Oh, yeah, how bad? Pretty go? well. Yeah, pretty well. Uh, he was good, and I was good. So that was all that was required. Pretty I- simple to do. I don't see much gray hair in the last couple of weeks, Tony. No, I know. I, I keep rubbing up against the trees hoping that it'll stay dark. But <laughs> Hey, our next two guests, uh, good friends of the show. We love to have them on, and we're anxious to find out actually how they're making out. Uh, Stephen Sipes is the founder, and Ezra Sipes is the CEO of uh, Summerhill Pyramid Winery. Of course, they're up in Kelowna uh, on the east side. Gentlemen, how are you this morning? How are you coping up there? We're having a good time. With nobody here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually we I, have uh, buses outside waiting to come on in and enjoy the wine, but nobody's coming to taste the wine anymore. We're not allowed to come inside with, and taste. We can sell wow. bottles of wine to yeah. go, but that's about it. And we're selling food to go, but people can't come and dine and they can't taste. So It must be peaceful. Here. Yeah. So, Ezra, what's happened? How have you, uh, to use the term, pivoted uh, your business in the short term here? Well, it's been pretty amazing. Uh, it's been a pivot right away to online sales, and it has grown over 1,500% over last year wow. uh, on wine sales. We're, we're, we're going hard on uh, promotions online, our, our mailing list and our social media channels, and we're shipping wine all over Canada, which is pretty fun, actually, I have to say. It's pretty great working from home and mm-hmm. uh, launching these promotions and sending emails and communicating with people and seeing the orders come in. It's it's kind of thrilling, and it, and it feels like something that is going to be, uh, you know, going to going to be a new opportunity for uh, yeah. for Summerhill and probably for the industry at large. And 
I, while I was reading this week, I've been looking at the numbers because the numbers are always so good out of the U.S. retail, and they were they were something like uh, uh, wineries were seeing a 35% increase in online sales, and uh, the people were saying that 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 22 to 23% was required to stay flat. So it looks like they're up 10 or 12%. Uh, with this uh, different market, but of course, there's no sales at the winery and there's no sales uh, to restaurants. Uh, well, you know, it, it's a bright spot. The online sales is a bright spot, and it and it definitely makes a dent in the challenges. But you got to mm-hmm. like we're you know we run a very multifaceted business here. We have a ballroom. We do weddings all all summer long. Sure. We we entertain tourists from all over the world, uh, and we ship ice wine all over the world, which is a very high value product. So those sales and those channels are gone. We don't expect them, uh, you know, to have any revenue from those channels this year now. And so, yeah, sales of white wine and red wine and sparkling wine are actually up, which is amazing. And it really does make a dent and makes a difference. And it keeps our spirits up and gives us a focus, you know. So, mm-hmm. so it's a challenging time, but that's definitely a bright spot. Uh, a question, what? Anthony. Somebody asked if, is it yep. true, Steve? that uh, pyramid energized wine will make you immune to any viruses? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. That's why we have a big run on our wine now. <laughs> so, wow. Stephen, how did the pyramid play a part in your plan when you decided to open Pier- uh, Summer Hill? Pyramid has is, is always been number one with my passion uh, because it makes the wine or any liquid, orange juice or water or milk, it clarifies it and brings out the qualities it has. We have proven in countless tests over 30 years uh, that, the, that the changes are profound. For instance, if a wine has, a, has flaws, the flaws will be accentuated and it turns into cooking wine. But if the wine has good characteristics, it brings those characteristics out, which makes it smell better and taste better. And we've proven that over and over in many, many tests. Uh, so we're very thrilled with the results. It's... Um, it, it's it's a it's a milestone in showing that sacred geometry affects liquids, uh, mm. and we want to expound further on that. Are you the only winery in the world with a pyramid? I believe we're the only winery in the world with a pyramid, uh, and and the sacred geometry. This pyramid is built with specific uh, precision that's fashioned after the Great Pyramid, and we're just now learning. Interestingly, I don't know how much time we have, but I want to just tell you that the pyramid numbers, you know, the um, sacred geometry numbers and and dimensions and angles are coming out to be the frequency that actually does have an effect on viruses. I wasn't only just kidding. There are actually ways to to affect viruses with frequencies. Everyone's talking about these 5G things and how it's, you know, connected to COVID and all that, and they find that frequencies affect those things that affect the genealogy, or I'm not sure what the words would be. But, uh, yeah, the pyramid is a place where there's, um, I would say, harmonic uh, frequencies that are with nature versus mm. uh, frequencies that, that are causing chaos. And we've got some chaos happening in the world today. If you just joined us, we're speaking with Stephen Sipes. He's the founder, and Ezra Sipes is the chief executive officer of Summerhill Pyramid Winery. Well, yeah. we, should, we should do the show in there. Yes, we should. You know, when people are in there and they, they take a few deep breaths and close their eyes, they go right into a beautiful trance-like state. It's, it's almost like when you first wake up in the morning, how, how beautiful everything is, you know. And, and um, you know, it's, a, it's an automatic meditation when you walk in there. 
and it's beautiful for the wines too. We're very excited about the future. Uh, this kind of is a blessing. This COVID thing. Uh, people are going within and they're finding their own, you know, inner strengths and and, and values and and relooking and at life. Yeah, it's, maybe slowing down a bit. And uh, yeah. well, Ezra, what 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 do you think about the future, Ezra? Just even now, what are you thinking about? Say six or eight months down the road, how will the market change? Well, I don't. You know, I don't know. I I really. You know, we, we're 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 projecting and we're making plans, but you know nobody really knows so mm-hmm. far. But um, just to go back to the pyramid and thinking about it, I just want to say that uh, it is true. You know, I love bringing people in there, and you do get a, a clarity of thought in there, and, and it is a very nice thing to have mindfulness at this time. It's a really challenging time. It can it is a very hard time, and I don't want to just say you know it, 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 it's a blessing as well because you know. That's the silver lining on, on, on a dark cloud, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, but, but, but it does. Yeah, it seems to have changed people's uh, thought process, though. And as you say, mind there's m- much more mindfulness and more thinking about how we live our lives and and uh, you know how we might go forward after all this, which yeah. I think is is promising. You know, what I think a key word that really keeps coming back to me is is the word care and caring. And you know, yeah. we're we're doing yeah. all of this. Uh, all kindness. of this online marketing kindness, but care, really caring for each other, you know, and, and when we do socially isolate and we stay six feet away from each other, you know, we, that's, that's an act of caring uh, for each other. And when we send out emails and market wine and everything in the middle of, you know, a fairly tragic time, you know, yeah. it can be very good quality time for people that are yeah. alone with their families and with themselves. And to have an organic, beautiful wine to drink can be a real uh, enhancer for quality time and caring, and yeah, so just, that's I, really, really been my focus is just putting out this this vibe, you know, and, and and keeping it in my heart and just keeping people in my heart when we do all of this marketing and we work as a team and and everything we're doing right now. So we don't run out of time. Let's talk quickly about what you are doing. Then maybe starting with you have you have uh, hot meals and, and and frozen, I believe, as well. Yeah, well How is that working? Well, our, our kitchen, our chef, Jeremy Lipen, right away, the moment, the moment that, you know, the writ dropped on, on this ordeal, he pivoted and put up an online grocery store to serve the neighborhood with frozen meals, hot uh, family-style dinners, uh, and uh, fresh-baked goods. He hired a new baker, and, mm-hmm. and he, he, he started bringing in yeast through his commercial channel so we could distribute yeast to everybody who wants to make bread because there's a shortage on yeast and all this stuff. So yeah. our kitchen and Jeremy has just been amazing serving our local community here in Kelowna. And you got, like, Greek night, Italian night, Mexican yeah. night. It's well, all fantastic. Mother's Day, the most important day of the year. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm getting... I'm getting the picnic basket for my wife on on uh, on Mother's Day. Great! I wish I was up there. So you're doing picnic baskets? We're doing. There's a couple things. You can get a bagel basket, a pastry basket, and and like a tea sandwich kind of basket with like lobster rolls and things. That's the one I'm getting for my wife. And then uh, and we're also going to put out a little special online Mother's Day three pack with three wines that my wife and I selected that we are going to drink on Mother's Day together. That's our Sipes Ice, which is for brunch is the ultimate sparkling brunch wine. You do not need orange juice with it. It's just perfect. <laughs> and then uh, uh, later in the day, we're going to have uh, Aaron Feltzer at around tea, which is just a wine you don't even need any food with. It's just delicious. And then for dinner that night, we're going to have a bottle of our organic Cabernet Franc, which is my wife's favorite red. So those nice. are the three wines we're going to put out 
as a special little package and ship around Canada for Mother's Day. And we don't have and much time left, but do you have any new releases we should be looking for? Well, the newest releases are the two rosés. We released an organic Syrah Malbec rosé and also our live organic rosé, which is Cabernet Franc-based. And one is dry and one is sweet, so there's really something for everybody in the rosé category there. And every, all of our new releases are coming out with new packaging. So there's a new look for Summer Hill, which you'll see on the shelf one wine at a time as they turn over. So the ones that are out there right now, the 2018 uh, Merlot, the 2019 Pinot Gris, and the 2019 Organic Syrah Malbec Rosé all have the new packaging. And that's something we're really excited about because we really feel like it embodies our brand values and uh, environmentalism and the pyramid and everything in a really beautiful way. And we're really happy to represent yeah. ourselves in a fresh way. It seems like, uh, I mean, we keep talking about it, but it seems like organic has really started to take a hold in the valley, and uh, it, it's so promising. This is going to obviously slow things down a bit, but maybe it'll have people more focused on uh, on uh, the way that they grow their own food and, and uh, look after their land. Yeah, it's the whole idea of the, of the human food consumption is it's the largest impact on global warming. If all of us take notice that if we go organic and local for all our foods and beverages, yeah. it will cut yeah. global warming dramatically. It's yeah. killing our fish I, and everything. I, I got to butt in here and just talk about somebody who's been in the news a lot lately. It's Bill Gates. Everybody's been talking about Bill Gates. Yeah. Yes. And my dad and I have been emailing about him, <laughs> and, dad's, and dad was finding out about him and learning that he, he's a big investor in Monsanto. And he says, hey, we, who do we know that knows Bill Gates? <laughs> because he thinks the way to feed the world is industrial agriculture, and right. we think it's small-scale, decentralized, organic exactly. agriculture. Exactly. We'd like to win Bill over on our side. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Let's do an interview with him. Let's do <laughs> an interview with him. Please, yes. get him on. <laughs> yeah. Let's send him an invitation. Yay. Stephen Sipes, Ezra Sipes, fantastic to catch up with you. You sound very upbeat, and I'm very glad to hear that at least up in East Kelowna, you guys are surviving and thriving and uh, making the changes required to stay in business. Keep well, both of you. Thank you so much, Thank Tony you so and Casey. Much, Tony. Thank yeah. you. Great to chat with you. Uh, Stephen Sipes and Ezra Sipes, uh, Summerhill Pyramid Winery, they've got date night, they've got Mother's Day, they've got Italian night, Greek night, really a, a whole slew of things for you. Frozen food, I love the idea of getting, uh, of opening a local grocery store for people in the neighborhood too. Uh, really terrific. Casey, uh, plenty more coming up. We're going to head to uh, Miradoro and catch up with Chef uh, Jeff Van Geest. Uh, and later in the show, Joe Luckhurst joins us from Road 13. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Have the extraordinary organic wines of Summerhill Pyramid Winery in the pristine Okanagan Valley delivered to your door. When you become an organic ambassador, a portion of every purchase you make at Summerhill goes back into your account, which you can use towards future purchases anytime. Share the love with your friends to earn even more credits. Find out more about Summerhill Pyramid Winery's organic ambassador program and order online by visiting summerhill.bc.ca. Springtime at Spirit Ridge Resort means sunshine, lounging poolside, dining, relaxation, and wine tasting. Enjoy the day with horseback riding, wine tours, a round at the on-site golf course, even a relaxing spa treatment. At night, warm up around a cozy fire or do some stargazing. Spirit Ridge has it all. 
Discover a true wellness-centered oasis in the heart of Canada's only desert at Spirit Ridge Resort in Asuyus and experience like none other. Part of the Unbound Collection by Hyatt. Visit spiritridge.ca. Mount Boucherie Estate Winery may be closed for the time being, but that doesn't mean you don't have access to their amazing wines. Check out their open online store today for fantastic curbside specials. Right now, get a 20% local discount on feature wines. Wine Club members, you get a 30% discount. And don't forget they offer free shipping in BC and Alberta on all case orders. For more information, awesome deals and updated developments, please visit mtboucherie.com. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, BC. We're now offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle-free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We're all hunkering down and preparing for weeks of social distancing. Hillside is here to make it just a little bit easier. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, and going up is, I hope, uh, what we will be doing sooner than later. And I bet our next guest feels the same. Jeff Van Geese is the executive chef at the Shining Miradoro, uh, one of the great restaurants in the, the Okanagan and probably one that has uh, led the way for so many others. Jeff, how are you today? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, I'm sort of medium to a little more than medium busy. How about you? Uh, yeah, uh, medium busy would be fantastic right now. You uh, must we're... feel like you're on tranquilizers. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm enjoying the free time. I'm working a lot less hours. I'm enjoying the free time outside of work. Um, yeah. But that doesn't alleviate the stress of, and wor- of worry about your business and, and your, your staff that aren't working and, and whatnot. Yeah. What's the situation at Mirador? What are you doing uh, in terms of, I know you're not open to the public uh, for sit-down, but... No, we're open seven days a week, um, sort of uh, shortened hours where we... Uh, start taking orders at 11, and we go till 6 o'clock, um, mm-hmm. and we're doing uh, takeout and uh, and delivery. So people can come by and pick it up? Is that is that how it works, that's, or that's right, and delivery? Yeah. We've got all the appropriate measures at the front door there, Yeah, um, you know, so people can be safe and, and whatnot. And sure. so who's delivering? Um, if you're lucky, you'll get Manny Ferreira delivering. Really? <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. We got him a little cap and a vest and a bow tie, and uh, he. No, that's not true. But uh, <laughs> it sounds great, though. <laughs> sounds great. I tried. I, I really was trying to get that to happen, but he wouldn't go for it. So, when you decide on takeout food, are you looking at the menu differently than you would if you're serving it in the restaurant? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of the more delicate and time-sensitive dishes we moved away from, um, just in terms of. People getting the same quality by the time it gets to their house. Yes. Uh, just denser dishes, um, like, you know, like pastas and pizzas work well. Um, salad, we, we do salad, but we don't dress it in the restaurant. We send the dressing on the side. We, we take into consideration those kind of things. But also mm-hmm. psychologically, I think people want to eat comfort food right now. Um, so we've gone yeah. to 
you know, simpler comfort food, but things that people aren't necessarily going to do at home themselves either. Um, so it's just sort of filling that gap in between. Well, yeah, I feel like so we just want a break from cooking. You know, I say we, my wife's cooking most nights, so uh, any mm-hmm. sort of break is kind of fun too. Uh, uh, what about wine? Is that in, uh, being slotted in with the food or are people ordering that too? Or uh, Yeah, yeah, we, can, we have um, wine at uh, winery prices here um, yeah. that can be picked up uh, with the food and even delivered. Uh, well, uh, Jeff, I know you're doing a couple other things. We'll get to them. I just wondered what you thought about uh, the future a little bit. I've been looking at, you know, Italy and Spain and some of these uh, restaurants opening in Europe and the way they look. Uh, it, it looks frightening with the glass and everything. I, I, I don't know. What what are you thinking about uh, up there at Miradoro? Yeah, um, you know, it's a, it's a daily conversation both within, you know, our management group at the restaurant and, you know, among other chefs, and I know there's a um, a lot of work being done on by um, BCR, BC Restaurant and Food Service Association, uh, Ministry of Health, and uh, groups like uh, Chef's Table Society to draft a document that will guide the reopening of restaurants. Um, what I've seen so far, yeah, it's probably going to start out looking like that, and then as the infection rates come down, those restrictions will be uh, gradually loosened. So the first little bit, yeah, we're going to see masks and gloves and partitions and things like that, I would suspect. And then, uh, eventually we will get back to, um, whatever normal looks like. Well, you know what? It's interesting because Manny and I were talking about, um, they've opened up a restaurant, John George, who used to have a restaurant uh, in Vancouver at the, um, Oh, the Shangri-La. Shangri-La. Yeah. Apparently, in the restaurants, what John George has said in Hong Kong, people aren't talking to one another. They're sitting across from each other, but there's there's no conversation. That's interesting. I know. There's no aerosol. Uh, no, I was and, thinking, and, uh, sorry, I, I was just thinking it'd be kind of fun to be out on your, uh, where you have the concerts. You could actually be 10 or 10, 15 feet away from people having an outdoor picnic sort of thing. That's one thing we're working on right now, actually, um, is doing something along those lines where we have designated pic- uh, picnic areas in the mm. amphitheater and the um, and the demonstration vineyard. Um, yeah. You know, we're there's still we've got to get uh, confirmation from uh, the winery on that. We've been going back and forth. That's something I, sure. I would like to see. So I don't want to say that that's happening for sure at this point. Um, no. But to me, that makes sense. There's lots of space there, and we can as long as people stay in their designated area we could have some outdoor dining there as the weather gets a little bit nicer yeah well what we do know is happening is the hope fund can you tell us a bit about uh what's going on in asoyas and oliver in terms of feeding people who need food yeah so this is put on by the oliver Winery association um and essentially what it is is they're getting together donations both uh physical in terms of like ingredients and and monetary um and then we as chefs uh, in the South Okanagan will be supporting that by um, every week creating a meal um, that we can then distribute to our, our um, hospitality workers that have been laid off. So anybody that's in need, um, I've, I'm not sure the exact specifics of it. I believe we're doing it in blocks of four, like, like a meal that serves four people that can then just be picked up, no obligations, no, no questions asked. Mm. Um, and, uh, so then the way, like if anybody is listening from the area that is hospitality laid off, 
um, you contact uh, Hope Fund at OliverAsoyas.com uh, to by I think I believe it's by Thursday afternoon to uh, book a meal. Yeah, we can put all that up on our site. That'll be good, easy to do. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, well, the other thing is, uh, uh, I don't know. We we were talking to Ezra Sipes about this. He felt like there was a good vibe uh, around. You know, not just in the valley, but you know, across Canada, people caring more and helping more for people. Do you feel like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely. You know, you get the the odd uh, distrusting stare from a stranger in the grocery store, but I find in general people are making an effort to be kind, kinder to each other. And I feel like in our industry, we're really looking out for each other, checking up on each other. Um, You know, I've had messages from other chefs and I've reached out to other chefs and my cooks as well. And everyone's just making sure we're all doing okay, and whether that's physically or just mentally. And I think we've seen to have each other's backs really well right now and i'm i'm enjoying that aspect of it and i'm hoping something that continues after this is all done our guest is jeff van geese he's the executive chef at uh, miradoro jeff i just love the recipe that you sent um the ragu morel mushroom ragu and it's pretty simple yeah i thought it was easy to uh easy to pull off this time and, and the morel mushrooms are available this time of year um, if you get out to forage them, which I know not everyone does, but they, there's different suppliers, different foragers around the province that are going to be doing a lot of online sales and whatnot. So I thought that was a great way to support them too. Mm. Um, you know, but you could also use dried morels or, or different uh, types of mushrooms in that recipe, easily substitute them, but the morels were timely. Yes, and uh, pancetta, onion, marcella, chicken stock, and a cup of whipping cream. What could be better? What could be better? Comfort food. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about losing weight here. Come on, whipping cream. That's <laughs> yes, <it>. right. <laughs> uh, before you go, Jeff, I also want to talk about, like, this is sort of the season when we get ready. The, the fresh markets are going to open. Uh, do you think that uh, consumers are going to see more food or because it's not going to restaurants? Or how do you see all that sort of rolling out in everybody's areas? Yeah, that's, I mean, there's been a lot of talk uh, between the farmers and the chefs about that and what that's going to look like. Um, It looks like a lot of the farmers are switching gears to doing CSAs, um, you know, delivery boxes, vegetable boxes, uh, online ordering and that kind of thing. So Uh it looks like the model is adapting well. I'm sure there's going to be some lag there. Uh, mm. for, but for the most part, um, you know, the, the same consumers that wanted to eat these quality ingredients from restaurants are still going to want to eat quality ingredients. And they're going to be looking for local, organic, sustainable produce um, and products and, and hopefully uh, finding those sources. Yeah. Uh, one last question. Do you feel like you've uh, do you feel like the government has done enough for you guys or has helped out? Or how do you feel about all these different programs that have been rolled out? Yeah, that's, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's a big question. Uh, I think for the most part, I'm, I'm happy to live where we live. I feel like our, our government has supported as best they can. I mean, this is a massive amount of money that has gone out to support the, the people of Canada and the different industries. Um, the hospitality industry, I feel like we're going to need a bump at some point, and especially for our workers. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of concern for small independent restaurants in places like Toronto, Vancouver, places yeah. with high rent. Um, 
how they're going to keep going through this for a few more months. And hopefully um, the government is going to be there to support them through that. I know that there's a rent relief, commercial rent relief coming, and hopefully that's going to help. I think time is going to tell. Um, I don't want to, I'm a big fan of holding the government to task, but so far I'm reluctantly, cautiously optimistic about it. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeff, I want to mention that I've been looking at a lot of the takeout menus and mm-hmm. coming from, you know, very good restaurants, and the prices are so reasonable. I can't get over it, especially frozen entrees, steaks, burgers, that kind of thing. Very good prices. Yeah, I think there's two reasons for that. I mean, number one, our costs are down. Uh, we're not, we don't have linen and we don't have glassware breakage. And we're barely running the dishwasher. A lot of these, a lot of these costs have come down, and that reflects in the price. But you know, we're also just trying to keep cash flowing through our businesses. I mean, I don't think a lot of us are making money right now on the stuff we're at the prices we're selling things. Uh, you know, it's more just about keeping a few people employed and uh, keeping the bills paid. I, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously doubtful if anyone, any restaurants are making money right now. No, yeah. I doubt it. Yeah. Jeff, uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, lots for our listeners to uh, to chew on, so to speak, especially the Hope Fund. Uh, if we can help out with that, we will. And we'll get that up on our website. And uh, I hope that it's sooner than later that we're up there actually experiencing your cooking live in the restaurant at Miraduro. very much look forward to that. Okay, Jeff, keep well. Keep your family you well, well, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, take care. Thank you. Thanks. Jeff Van Geese, he's the executive chef at Miradoro. Of course, they're located uh, on uh, the property at Tin Horn Creek Winery. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll take a quick break on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network and come back with Joe Luckhurst from Road 13. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The BC wine industry is all about people. People crafting products with passion. Save on Foods is proud to support our local wine industry by carrying the world's largest selection of BC VQA wines from producers all across our province. That's over 1,200 labels from more than 160 vineyards. Plus, there are new ones added all the time. Wines of British Columbia at select Save on Foods locations. For special offers in-store and online, visit saveonfoods.com wine. Calling all winemakers, craft brewers, cider makers, or artisan distillers. Canada's first wine village is coming, and you could be a part of it. Located at the gateway to Canada's wine capital in Oliver, the village provides turnkey, low-capital production facilities that are available for lease starting now. But with space for only 16 artisan producers, the time to act is now to be part of history and start crafting your unique story. To learn more, visit districtwinevillage.com. Barb Haller, owner of Poplar Grove Winery. At Poplar Grove, we have a deep respect for the endless potential of our land in the Okanagan. To reach that potential, we know it takes foresight, courage, and the ability to laugh with nature rather than to fight it. It takes a team who embraces this journey to make truly inspired wines. I'm Barb Haller, owner of Poplar Grove Winery, inviting you to join us. Become a member of our wine club at poplargrove.ca. Poplar Grove, available at private fine wine stores. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Well, 
Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We are uh, heading up to the South Okanagan and uh, returning, actually, to speak with Joe Luckhurst. He's the general manager at Road 13 on the beautiful Golden Mile. It's the spring. We're not there. Joe, we need an update. Is it warm? Is it hot? Is it sunny? What's happening? It has been an incredible spring for us this year, actually. Uh, We're so far ahead from some previous years. It's quite unbelievable. I'm looking out in the vineyard right now, and it's just green, bud burst everywhere. Wow. Uh, well, maybe that's a silver lining. I don't know. Uh, you got to sell some wine, though, I guess, before you can put more wine in the winery. So that's that, that's going to be a challenge for a lot of people. Uh, let's start with COVID-19 and how it's affected you guys and how what's your pivot all about and what's happening at the winery. Yeah, I mean, obviously, these are uh, pretty exceptional and unprecedented times for all of us. I mean, and we're feeling it you know, all throughout the Okanagan, all throughout Canada, of course. But, I mean, out here, restaurants, farmers, wineries, and general tourism have all been hit by this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really just, uh, you know, caused us to have to pivot quite a bit. I mean, life goes on out here kind of as normal. It's one of the nice things about, uh, you know, being in the vineyard is that it's easy to distance from people. And we're still able to get out there and work, but we're not seeing the tourists come through. So it's really just what we can do to bring a bit of the South Okanagan to people kind of all across lower mainland, Alberta and Canada. So we've been offering uh, free shipping, of course, Uh, been really active on uh, our, with our mailing lists and social media, Barclay, our winemaker and I are doing uh, tire side tastings down by the tractors once a week, all that fun stuff, but yeah, forces us to be creative. Yes. And that's happening on Twitter, Joe. That's happening on Instagram and Facebook Live. Okay, great. And what kind of trends do you see with consumers at this time? You know, I mean, we are seeing just absolutely unprecedented volume of online sales happening right now. I mean, we're up probably 100% from where we'd normally be for this month uh, with our online sales. So people are definitely, they want to get their wine, they want to get it delivered to their door. And they're kind of trading up a little bit, you know, where generally we might see our largest volume out the door be something like our Honest John's Red or something like that. People yep. are kind of moving up to the next price band. So around 20 bucks, we're seeing 25 or 30. So people are kind of taking this opportunity to, you know, if you're going to be stuck at home, if you're going to be isolated, you may be enjoying a really nice glass of wine rather than maybe your kind of what used to be your everyday go-to. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, I've been writing about that this week thinking, well, okay, so I'm in a restaurant and I'm paying 65 bucks for this wine and I can buy two bottles of it probably for about $50. So... <laughs> I can I yeah. can trade up a little bit or I can you know do go the other way and double up or whatever so it's uh I think people are learning a lot about the price of wine over this. I don't know if that's good or bad for for wineries <laughs> and retailers, but uh it's I think consumers are getting a little bit educated. Just wanted to ask you a bit about the response like technically uh with so many people ordering was it was the system were your system smooth or did you have to do a bunch of stuff to to uh, catch up with all this this online uh, business? You know, the the systems itself have been working really well. It's as usual. It's generally just a failure on the people end of things where maybe yeah. I'm not quite as up to date with our systems as we should to be able to kind of keep up with some of the demands. But overall, right. it's been really smooth, and I've been really impressed by our shipping partners and just uh, how accessible they've been and how quickly they've been able to get the wine out to our customers. Yeah, and you're shipping for free too, which is fantastic. Even small amounts of wine, which is even really better for you know some people who just can't afford to buy 12 bottles in one shot or 
even six. Absolutely. No, we don't want to, uh, you know, alienate the people that don't want to stock up on a full case or six bottles. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that, you know, our wines are accessible for the people that want them. Yeah. Okay. Well, as you say, things go on. Uh, you have recently uh, acquired a new winemaker, mm-hmm. uh, Bar- Barkley Robinson, who's come from Ontario. What What's entailed in that? How? Like, I don't know how a decision is made about that and how how it affects the winery. What has to be done to sort of integrate a winemaker into a winery? <laughs> the uh, biggest thing is kind of locking them in the cellar for about two weeks straight and. Uh, forcing a winemaker to get used to the quirks of any individual seller. I mean, uh-huh. no winery operates exactly the same. And uh, particularly if you've been one place for a long time, it can be quite jarring to move to a whole new cellar altogether, particularly one like ours, where we have a tremendous variety of SKUs, uh, different grapes that we're making, everything like that, and, uh, you know, and, and possible renovations coming up as well. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that what makes the uh, Okanagan unique, the number of SKUs of wines that people have? Absolutely. I mean, it's uh, partially left, left over from the early days of the Okanagan Valley, where when we could first get vinifera out here, you everyone just kind of grabbed whatever they could get their hands on. Yes. And uh, it's kind of created that there's, you know, you, you go one vineyard to the next, one property to the other, and you're going to find totally different varietals, totally different clones. Uh, we really, really have a tremendous amount of variety in the South in particular. We're speaking with Joe Luckhurst. He's the general manager at Road 13 on the Golden Mile uh, bench. Joe, you say it's been an early start uh, to the in the vineyards. Uh, I know that you've been working hard. Have you changed anything recently in the vineyards and in, in the way that you work uh, with your varieties? Probably the single biggest change that we have made is that uh, we are taking the step forward to go uh, certified organic in our vineyard. Wow. So, uh, you know, right off the bat, just looking out here, about a week ago, we had our vineyard team coming through and uh, spreading out all our organic compost, which was uh, kind of compiled ourselves over on the Black Sage bench. Well, that that is exciting. So that, that, that'll be a two or a three-year uh, proposition to get her all in place or... Yeah, I, I think we're at this point or... about two years from being able to get actual certification. But of course, yeah. in the meantime, our practices are 100% organic. Yeah. Uh, maybe for our listeners who don't know uh, a little bit about the philosophy, you guys are known uh, for or have been known for producing, uh, quotes, Rhone-style wines, or at least some varieties from those those grapes. Mm-hmm. Is that Will that continue with the new, uh, with Barclay? You know, uh, Barclay is definitely on board with the Rhones, but I, he, at the same point, we want to make sure that his own philosophy of winemaking and his own styles represented at Road 13 as well. So we'll, we'll continue to kind of plant our flag with Syrah and Viognier and all those classic varietals. You know, Barclay had uh, excellent experience and produced some phenomenal wines out in Ontario with grapes like Sangiovese as well. So we mm. kind of want to give him the opportunity to uh, explore what's possible down here on the Golden Mile bench. Mm. Well, Joe, what I think you're really known for are your all the awards that you've won winery of the year is it three years in a row uh we only won winery of the year once back in 2018 but we were number one in bc i think the year before that but yeah. we had uh 10 years in the top 10 wineries of canada or so yeah. wow that's impressive at the national, yeah the national wine awards which so uh, far look like they probably won't happen this year unless things uh, really turn around quickly but uh i hope to be back next year with that uh well they, they better come back. we got to reclaim our crown. Yes. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, uh, well, so many medals have been won down south, so it's kind of all in the family, anyways. Uh, uh, how about the bench road? Thir- uh, sorry, uh, the Golden Mile bench. Has that been? Uh, do you think that's coming along more and more uh, recognition? I guess from consumers. You know, I think so. It's you know, it's always been a struggle. Is the Golden Mile geographically is a relatively small area. And, you know, we, I can only really speak towards the philosophy of Road 13, but we've always really focused on just trying to create the best wine possible. That doesn't always mean a single vineyard. In yeah. some cases it does. And uh, I think, uh, you know, like our Chenin Blanc, that single vineyard, single varietal Chenin Blanc does very, very sure. well here. And I think it's been... It, it, as we talked about, this diversity of varietals in South Okanagan kind of mm. limits the large volume, single block, single vineyard wines that you see out of the Gold yeah. Mile. But that is changing and evolving as the years go by. Well, we better try and uh, sell some wine here. So people are looking for new releases. So what, what can they uh, find online when they go to Road 13? So as I just said, our Chenin Blanc. So uh, we just released our new vintage of what we call our chip off the old block Chenin. So yeah. as you know, we have Shannon vines planted in 1968, about seven years ago or so. My dad and I took cuttings for those vines, propagated another few acres, and that's what this comes off of. So a juvenile-style Shannon table wine, really bright acidity, just kind of my favorite go-to summer patio wine. Yeah, juicy-style white wine you can you can drink, uh, well, right away. Exactly. We yeah. we like our wines that are that you can finish a bottle off of and not feel guilty about it, which is uh, why we try to keep that price point on that one really fair as yeah. well. Yeah, I, I was on your site today looking for a couple of wines. There's a few sold out signs. What what is uh, what would you say is one of the sleeper wines that we could purchase now if we went online and had a look around that uh, you know maybe a little older vintage or something that's showing really well. So I think you could probably find our 2017 VRM, which is our Viognier Roussan Marsan blend. Uh-huh. You know, with all our Rowan Whites, we hold them for about a year before we release them. So yep. that's when they really start to show some unique characters. This one's been in the bottle for just over a year now, sitting on the last few cases. I think that one's still up, and that one right now is a steal. It is tasting so nice. Wow. Uh, okay, I just want to hear, uh, I was telling Casey about these uh, tire side chats. I think I got that right. Yep. Uh, now, now they're happening, uh, which day of the week do they happen? They happen on Thursdays at 4.30 p.m. And uh, was it a, is it a different topic, like a different wine every week or topic, or how does it, how, are you just making it up as you go along? <laughs> I generally make which it up as kind of, I go along. Yeah, but... yeah that's what yeah. I would do. Yeah, <laughs> we have uh, we have different wines we focus on each week and kind of talk about those wines and we do it live so that people watch and can interact and ask us questions. And last week was our first time with Barclay joining me for the tasting as well, and he'll be with me every week moving forward as well. So oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's a nice touch uh, getting people to uh, you know drawing them in a bit to see see the guys behind the wine. I like that idea. Well, yeah, Joe, uh, nice to be able to communicate, right? Talk to our yeah. customers and not just uh, talk through a screen to them, actually be able to interact. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I'm sitting in my home uh, studio. Casey's in the downtown studio, and uh, it's we're somewhat disconnected, but still uh, trying to get her done. Hey, thanks so much, Joe. Uh, we'll uh, get the word out. Uh, people can go to road13vineyards.com. Uh, to uh, go through the list and order themselves some wine. Free shipping. Take advantage of that while you can. And uh, have a look for that Marsan Roussan uh, Viognier blend. I think that could be kind of fun with a nice, rich seafood dish. Thanks for joining us, Joe. 
Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Casey. Take care of yourselves. Yes, yeah, you're very welcome. We will, you too, and uh, we hope to see you very soon uh, live in person. Fantastic. We'll see you guys soon. Okay, Joe Lucker, he's the general manager at Road 13. Uh, does it doesn't it make you want to just get up there, Casey? It does. And, I want to uh, order some Chenin Blanc today. But uh, you don't want to fly up there. You're going to have want to drive up there. Yes. You're going to have to get yourself a car now, Casey. No, Tony. Solo driving. No. I'm, <laughs> I have to or get Evo to um, go up to the Okanagan and let their cars go up there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay. That was Joe Luckhurst. We and we are going to take a quick break, but we won't go away. Casey and I are going to come back. We've got some recipes and other uh, items that we want to talk to you about to keep you up to date on the latest of what's going on in food and wine across British Columbia. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. We'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. The upper bench of BC's Similkameen Valley, a special place that's the source of some of Canada's best wines. Here, nestled in a sun-laden stony corner of the mountains, you'll find Clos Winery. And even though now's not the time to physically explore the Similkameen, you can still get a taste of it. Clos blends age-old Bordeaux varieties and a unique Similkameen minerality into elegant, age-worthy, distinctively terroir-driven wines. Available online at clodisolet.ca with free shipping to your doorstep now on all orders. Cullman of Family Estate Winery reminds you that it's time to join the 2020 Fellowship and reap the rewards. Cullman's Fellowship not only brings people together through their love of Cullman wines, it also features exclusive benefits only available to members, like access to the Number Series, Cullman's Small Lot Program, as well as unreleased library and rare wines from their portfolio. For details, visit Cullman.ca. Cullman Family Estate Winery, creating wines of excellence through the blending of art and science. Black Hills Estate Winery invites you to raise a glass with them this spring to celebrate the start of their 20th anniversary season. They're offering free shipping when you place an order, purchasing six bottles or more so you can experience some of their new spring releases, like their elegant Chardonnay and Carmenere, while relaxing at home. Check in with them at blackhillswinery.com to find the latest news. And for more information, make sure to like them on Facebook or follow them on Instagram. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know what to, are you? It's sometimes I go a bit batty now at home, Casey. Sheila <laughs> thinks I'm batty all the time, but uh, yeah, every day uh, I, I don't even know what day it is. Sometimes I know. I'm, I'm thinking, should I be filing my column today? Is it Monday or Tuesday? And uh, it's really weird. I did be- the same thing on Sunday. I thought it was Monday. I'm so, I've been so driven by a calendar full of events all the time, and now there's nothing. No, so it's uh, it's crazy. And I'm really curious, Tony, as to what you are choosing to drink. There's no pressure uh-huh. Uh-huh. for yeah. you. You can just, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, tell me, what are you drinking? Well, one of the things I am doing is I'm, re- you know, not, not rediscovering, but uh, exploring my wine cellar, uh, which I n- never, ever have time to do. 
I mean my stash of wine. So, And what I've been doing is somewhat systematically looking at some of the oldest wines and thinking, okay, this you know this wine really needs to be consumed. So, uh, so I'm taking a run at some of those. So I'm drinking wines from the 60s and the 70s, the 50s, you know, odd bottles, uh, which is kind of fun. They're so different. It's 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 really hard to explain how different modern wine is today when you taste it versus these old wines. Even though, you know, they're old, it's more than that. So, so I'm having fun doing that. And of course, I'm still tasting a lot of wine because uh, wineries are desperate to get reviews. So. Uh, over on GizmaniOnWine.com, there's fresh reviews every day. And Casey, it's BC Food, uh, BC Wine Month, and we have been featuring a top ten uh, every week this month. And so this week's top ten is for you. It's unique wines. So if you like Albarino or Tarriga Nacional, or I don't know, we haven't finished the list, but it'll be up uh, later today or tomorrow morning. We'll be looking at sort of the oddball varieties that are doing quite well in BC. That is a great idea. I can't wait to see that list. Yeah. Uh, okay, we wanted to mention Mother's Day very quickly. Yes, Mother's Day at Cafe Medina. Yeah, it looks fun. Yes, and um, they've got some great options. You can check them all out at cafemedina.com. Yeah. And uh, I like the idea of picking up a picnic. Uh, yeah, a picnic, and uh, and they'll deliver it. Apparently, they're going to deliver these anywhere across the Lower Mainland. There's about four different delivery times, uh, and it looks great. And you can have it for two or four people. So if you're actually joining mum maybe at a social distance uh, on the patio or something, you can uh, you can have uh, what really is one of the – I don't. would you agree that it's one of the best breakfasts anyways in the city? Oh, uh, it is. Cafe Medina. Cafe Medina is so impressive. used yeah. to be part of Shambar. Yep. And uh, Robbie's just done an amazing job, and it's a couple of blocks from me, but you better call my daughter and tell her that's what I want, Tony. Yeah, okay, I'll uh, let her know. Well, I'm sure she listens to the show every week. Now, uh, we're still sticking with breakfast a bit because uh, you're writing about blueberry scones and the perfect scrambled eggs. I make pretty perfect scrambled eggs. I finally found on? the secret to perfect scrambled eggs. Uh-huh. I've always been able to make a good omelet because... Um, do you remember James Barber? Sure. James Barber and I attended a wonderful seminar on making an omelet, and we learned the perfect way to make an omelet. But I've never, with scrambled eggs, I don't make them because I'm always disappointed. They're dry, the pan's too hot, whatever. But you have got to read my column, which is in the Vancouver province online at in the Vancouver Sun. It comes out Thursday for perfect scrambled eggs and probably the best blueberry scones I've ever tasted. And the recipe is from Home Block Restaurant at Cedar, at Cedar Creek. Creek. Yeah, nice. Yes, I've been uh, working with the chef for these. Not easy taking a chef's recipe, making it work because of commercial kitchens, because chefs weigh things rather than measure by volume. So, But uh, we've got uh, a great result. I've heard chefs say it's not easy working with you, Casey. No, it isn't because I want <laughs> things to work for the home cook, Tony. Yeah, I know. It's nice because you you speak in cups and uh, and then you then you give milliliters and grams and everything. So it's all good. All in the sun this weekend. Just type in Casey Wilson and uh, blueberry scones. It'll probably pop right up. You will love them. 
Thanks, Casey. We have to get out of here. Uh, we thank everybody for joining us today on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Special thanks to our technical producer, Anissa Hetherington, who connects us all now uh, across the province. Thank you so much, Anissa. You're doing a fantastic job, and we are out of time. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Have a great weekend, folks. That's it for today's show. Tune in again next week for Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. BC Food and Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.